I come to the garden alone While the dew is still on the roses And the voice I hear falling on my ear The Son of God Discloses And he walks With me And he talks With me And he tells me I am his own And the joy we share As we take ever The birds hush their singing And the melody That he gave to me Within my heart Is ringing And he walks with me And he talks with me and he tells me I am his own and the joy we share as we tarry there none other has ever
And now we begin to focus on the New Testament. And our reading today will come from the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 3, verses 1 through 18. Some false teachers uh, had started carrying forged letters of recommendation to authenticate their authority. In no uncertain terms, Paul stated that he needed no such letters. The believers to whom Paul and his companions had preached were enough of a recommendation. Paul uses powerful imagery from famous Old Testament passages predicting the promised day of new hearts and new beginnings for God's people. No human being can take credit for this process of conversion. It is the work of God's Spirit. And we'll read that Paul was not boasting. He gave God the credit for all his accomplishments. While the false teachers boasted of their own power and success, Paul expressed his humility before God. No one can claim to be adequate without God's help, as no one is competent to carry out the responsibilities of God's calling in his or her own strength. And we'll read today here in this passage of Scripture that Paul recalled the stone tablets on which God had written the Old Covenant, calling it the Old Way. He identified the law, although leading to death, as nonetheless glorious because it was God's provision and proof of His intervention in the life of His people. But that which was summarized on stone is nowhere near as glorious as what came with the new way, life in the Holy Spirit. When Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the Ten Commandments, his face glowed from being in God's presence. Moses had to put a veil over his face to keep the people from being terrified by the brightness on his face and from seeing the radiance fade away. The veil kept them from understanding references to Christ in the Scripture. When anyone becomes a Christian, while that veil is removed, it's taken away, giving eternal life and freedom from bondage. That person can then be like a mirror reflecting God's glory. And now let's begin our reading today, here in the New Testament. August 29th, the New Testament. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 1 through 18. Are we, Paul and his co-workers, beginning to praise ourselves again? Are we like others who need to bring you letters of recommendation, or who ask you to write such letters on their behalf? Surely not. The only letter of recommendation we need is you yourselves. Your lives are a letter written in our hearts. Everyone can read it, and recognize our good work among you. Clearly, you are a letter from Christ, showing the result of our ministry among you. This letter is written not with pen and ink, but with the Spirit of the living God. It is carved not on tablets of stone, but on human hearts. We are confident of all this because of our great trust in God through Christ. It is not that we think we are qualified to do anything on our own, our qualification comes from God. He has enabled us to be ministers of His new covenant. This is a covenant not of written laws, but of the Spirit. The old written covenant ends in death, but under the new covenant, the Spirit gives life. The old way, with laws etched in stone, lead to death. Though it began with such glory that the people of Israel could not bear to look at Moses' face. The old way with laws etched in stone led to death, though it began with such glory that the people of Israel could not bear to look at Moses' face, for his face shone with the glory of God, 
even though the brightness was already fading away. Shouldn't we expect far greater glory under the new way now that the Holy Spirit is giving life? If the old way, which brings condemnation, was glorious, how much more glorious is the new way, which makes us right with God? In fact, that first glory was not glorious at all compared with the overwhelming glory of the new way. So if the old way, which has been replaced, was glorious, how much more glorious is the new which remains forever? Since this new way gives us such confidence, we can be very bold. We are not like Moses, who put a veil over his face so the people of Israel would not see the glory, even though it was destined to fade away. But the people's minds were hardened, and to this day, whenever the old covenant is being read, the same veil covers their minds, so they cannot understand the truth. And this veil can be removed only by believing in Christ. Yes, even today, when they read Moses' writings, their hearts are covered with that veil, and they do not understand. But whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. For the Lord is the Spirit, and wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like Him as we are changed into His glorious image.
different something from the book of Psalms will come from Psalm chapter 43 verses 1 through 5 where it speaks about the holy mountain well the holy mountain is Mount Zion of course in Jerusalem the city that David named as Israel's capital the temple was built there as the place for people to meet God in worship and prayer you hear the reference quite often in scripture about going up to Jerusalem and that is literally true from any direction you approach the holy city you're always going up because it sits on God's holy mountain. I'll also read here the psalm writer asked God to send his light and truth to guide him to the holy mountain, the temple, where he would meet God. God's truth provides the right path to follow, and God's light provides the clear vision to follow it. If you feel surrounded by darkness and uncertainty, well, follow God's light and truth. He will guide you. Psalm 43, verses 1 through 5. Declare me innocent, O God. Defend me against these ungodly people. Rescue me from these unjust liars. For you are God, my only safe haven. Why have you tossed me aside? Why must I wander around in grief, oppressed by my enemies? Send out your light and your truth. Let them guide me. Let them lead me to your holy mountain, to the place where you live. There I will go to the altar of God, to God, the source of all my joy. I will praise you with my harp, O God, my God. Why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise Him again, my Savior and my God. Proverbs 22, verses 8 and 9. Those who plant injustice will harvest disaster and their reign of terror will come to an end. Blessed are those who are generous, because they feed the poor.
is a 